Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track's new music drop with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the monthly digest of our favourite new music from the last uh, 30 days. Uh, and this month, focusing on September. September. And it's an early episode as well, isn't it, this month? Oh, yes. We were cursing it because we had to get... Well, actually, we were cursing it because it means we are missing out featuring potentially another week's worth of new releases because of the way the Saturdays fall, the uh, Saturday the 1st... Oh, which one? Una or Frankie? Which one's going to fall? Well, I don't know, but they were tossing around on those plinths, weren't they, uh, oh, in those heels, so oh. I'm not surprised. Uh, but no, as I was saying, <laughs> sorry, uh, because of the way the Saturday falls, next Saturday is the 1st of October. So even though the 23rd, 24th, 24th feels very early, that's just the way that cookie crumbles. Maybe if there's something incredible, if Pet Shop Boys have a surprise new single next week, maybe we'll just have to feature it on the October episode. I'd like to think they'd have told us about it, Dan. Personally, what a little te- a pet text personally pet to te- us. Personally to us, or through their PR. Mm. Uh, but anyway, we are where we are, so let's just get on with it what a positive way to start <laughs> I guess. Uh, dan how are you oh, I, I don't actually i don't technically need to ask you that because i saw you in person last weekend yes we had a fun filled recording weekend we got together for professional purposes of course but we did have a lot of fun as well didn't we not like that <laughs> no with our partners they were there they were present for most of the weekend not like that as well with them <laughs> Uh, and when we finally managed to shake them off, we went to One More Time 1997, which I have to say uh, is getting more and more popular. Maybe it's because we're talking about it every month, but that was a very busy, very fun night of su- superb pop music. And if you haven't been yet and you are London-based or if you just friends are coming into London, definitely it feels like you need to start thinking about booking your tickets ahead because, yeah, it's filling up and soon it's going to be fully booked and you won't be able to come and relive an incredible year of pop music. The next one is, I believe, Saturday the 19th of November. The year yet to be announced, uh, but sure to be another good one. Uh, Dan, I thought you were going to offer to put any listeners up that uh, don't live in London then, uh, that wanted to come into town for it. Well, send a photo first and then we'll have a think about it. <laughs> Very superficial of you. Thank you. Good. Uh, also, we went to the theatre. We were a couple of West End Wendy's uh, as well. Uh, and we went to see... What? Uh, we went to see uh, Anne Juliet together, which uh, you'd seen before, but I'd never seen. And it was nice to see it together. It was. And I was... There was a few nerves, actually, Will, because I know you're not the biggest fan of musicals and the West End and whatnot. But I really did have a feeling you'd love this one because for anyone who doesn't know... It's sort of a, a retelling slash continuation of the Romeo and Juliet story set to the music of Max Martin, which is as bonkers as you'd imagine. Uh, I, th- I knew, I thought I knew you'd love it. And did you? Well, I've always wanted to hear a Jesse J song performed on the stage in London's glittering West End. So I can take that off my bucket list. Uh, but no, sarcasm aside, uh, I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely. And I'm obviously way late to the party uh, on it. But I think I am a fan of musicals so long as the music is right. And this was a non-stop pop party featuring particularly uh, many hits from Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys, but also some uh, many other artists that have worked with Max Martin uh, featured as well. Uh, I did love the way that they weaved them into the story. 
And there were some that were hilariously timed that almost the audience was laughing before the song started uh, because you know the lyrics of the song and you know where it's going and you know how they're trying to hook it into the story. So uh, really great fun and lovely to Saturday matinee as well. So we had a, went out on a big bender afterwards. We did. Uh, and Dan, it's fair to say we were absolutely hanging the next day, but that didn't stop you from going to pay your respects. Oh, yes, of course. We have to mention not necessarily pop music news, but of course, this was the month that the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, passed away. Now, we're not going to go too much into detail because I don't know, you might have missed it, but there has been quite a lot of coverage on the news and across TV over the last two weeks. Um, But I just happened to be up the road from Balmoral when she passed away. So I popped across and saw her coffin leaving uh, there you might have spotted me i was on bbc news and sky news not talking directly to camera but just in the background there and then after we saw each other on sunday as you said i joined the queue the queue the queue of all queues didn't plan to um thought i'd already paid my respects but it just felt like something i had to do and i have to say well very glad i did because the camaraderie in that queue was just wonderful uh, so you didn't use your press credentials to jump the queue to report on it for track by track. <laughs> God, no, I was offered the chance to actually um, because they wanted a bit of a diverse range of reports and stories and whatnot. And they, the Royal Press Office, do listen to the new music drop, um, pick out a few selections to pay to play to the Queen uh, in the morning. But no, I I queued for eight hours. Uh, and that's and that's to be admired, Dan, because normally we would uh, jump at the chance to skip a queue uh, for anything. So Absolutely. Uh, shows your dedication. But yeah, been a, it's been a very different month, hasn't it? The way, uh, particularly the last couple of weeks have played out. It's um, not had that usual spring as we transition out of summer and into autumn. But hopefully some of our musical selections will aid that this week, month even. Hopefully. Before we get there, Will, though, you've just spoken about spring, summer and autumn all in one sentence. Can I just touch upon winter, snow, the Arctic? I have to tell you about AHA's True North, which I went to a preview of this. It's a film and a new live album recorded in the Arctic Circle. It's a bit of a a love letter, a bit of a letter from AHA and their roots. They are, of course, Norwegian to the fans. Brand to Father Christmas. Yes, it's a Christmas album, actually. Obviously, we're AHA fans. I'm a huge AHA fan. I've been for many years. I uh, was a little bit, not sceptical by any means, but intrigued by how this was going to work. How was it all going to play out to uh, a film and these visuals? And also, how was, after the recent acoustic uh, album, the MTV Unplugged album, how was uh, an orchestral live recorded album going to be because I was kind of thinking we've had something slower. I want that aha with the synths. I want the upbeat. And I have to say there's some songs on this album that you and a lot of our listeners, I think are just going to love because it isn't all sweeping scores. There's a lot of electronics in there. There's a lot of great beats in there, but the fact that it is mixed uh, with the orchestra, with the Arctic Philharmonic orchestra, uh, and of course their incredible pop writing sensibilities something really to look forward to so if you didn't get the chance to see the film at the cinema do see it on streaming or whatever and the album is coming next month 
Right, let's get on with it then. Let's just, let's get some new music on. Ten choices, five each as usual, plus we've got a couple of Butcher's Choice big ones to to, uh, to come on to at the end. But Dan, mm-hmm. love, for you, love for you to share first this month. Oh, thank you. Well, I am going to kick things off with a pop legend. This is Bessie Boo with Miracle featuring Shook D. You can have all the things that you deserve. You got the love when you got that feeling. So Miracle there, this is from Betty's upcoming album Boomerang, which is her first studio album for many, many years. And I love how she's really going all out on the collabs. She has duetted with David Gray. Uh, She's also sampled Human League and now she's reuniting with her old friend Chuck D uh, from Public Enemy, if you didn't know. And Betty Boo and Chuck D first met many, many years ago when Betty Boo was 17. I shouldn't say Betty Boo was 17 many, many years ago, actually. That's very rude. Uh, But they met a few years ago when Betty Boo was 17. She was in an all-female rap trio called She Rockers. They went to see Public Enemy. uh, And there's a very famous video of Betty rapping for the band, including Chuck, in McDonald's after the show. Uh, this new track, though, I've, I've loved everything Betty's released so far from this album because it's unashamedly uh, pure pop. And this is no different. It's so chunky with the synths and with the beats. But just that hint of a hip hop influence with Chuck in there as well. Will, is it a miracle? It's not a miracle that I like it because I think it's a wonderful pop throwback, pop rap throwback to something, you know, a rapper would collaborate uh, with a girl group or female artist back in the 90s. Uh, and it sounded a little something like this, but I love the grandeur of it as well. The uh, the brass uh, and the and the beat running through it uh, and the chant, the miracle, miracle, miracle chant running through it. I think, so excited to, to hear the whole Betty album, but I'm just wondering, looking at how many songs she's released off it so far, if there are any songs left that, she, off the, that will be on the album that we haven't heard. Yeah, she definitely giving us quite a few hints of teasers, isn't she? Do you know when the album's out? The album is out mid-October, and she's doing an album launch show at Lafayette on the 5th of October. It's a popular location for an album launch, isn't it? Yeah, the Banana Rama ladies were there a few weeks ago. Have you been? I've never been, no, have you? No, I'm, I don't know where it is, actually. Whereabouts in L- London is it? Uh, King's Cross area. Definitely get what you mean about the whole girl group or pop group thing because this gives me real hints of Liberty X's Song for Lovers, which of course featured featured uh, Rev Run from Run DMC. And even though that was a little bit more gospel sounding, just that collaboration of pop uh, and something a little bit more hip hop. Definitely similarities there. Will, what have you got? Uh, so for me, I'm kicking off uh, with a bit of a track-by-track redux, new music drop redux uh, this month. And uh, no, 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 Dan hasn't got indigestion again. This is actually a remix reworking of a track we featured uh, back last year. So this is uh, from Lone Lady, There Is No Logic, and this is the other two remix. How did it come to pass? Silver. The dirt is the only winner. Your body knows it. 
The other two remixing Lone Ladies, There Is No Logic. Now, this was from 2021 as the single from Lone Lady. But I think the other two have, they've not just remixed it, they've restructured it, they've spruced it up to make it a real electro synth odyssey. And I think very appropriate that the other two remixed it. Um, Because the other two are, if you didn't know, Stephen Morris and Gillian Gilbert from New Order. So very appropriate thing number one is because uh, they're from New Order, and you know we're one of, one of our they're one of our big three, as we've uh, said in an episode recently. And uh, great to hear them do a remix. Great to hear them do a remix that's so good. I think improves on uh, and elaborates on the original song. Oh, I love it, Will, and I have to say I love the original as well, and that definitely feels New Order esque. I almost feel like with this remix. They strip away some of that new order, certainly like early new order sounds to make it a little bit more of a clubbier anthem, but just as incredible. And the other two, you know, they are, what I love about them is, first of all, I love the name, the other two, because of course, by this point, when they formed as the other two, Bernard Sumner was doing his side projects, Peter Hook was doing his side projects. So they were like, well, we're the other two. Um. And they have done remixes for other people, for Shadow Party, for Tim Burgess. But they don't do that many. So it always makes it quite special when they do a remix. And yeah, I think a great collab with Lone Lady. I'd love to see more from the other two, actually, because their first album is fantastic. Turns 30 at the end of next year, by the way. little Mm. siren alert. Um, But it would be great to hear them doing even more. They've recently done some live DJ sets as well for Sea Fever, uh, who like Shadow Party are a New Order spin-off, if you didn't know. So love that they've got little things going on in the background, but would love a new album from them, really. Not that not that we're making requests here. <laughs> well, you are. Uh, also, I love the fact that they're so supportive of all each other's side projects as well. Uh, that's so great to hear. And we love, love Sea Fever as well. Can't wait to hear some new stuff from them. This, uh, this remix is from uh, Lone Lady's uh, reformed EP, which is coming out uh, later on in October, which is uh, a remix album uh, of their last release. Dan. Dan! Next one from me. This is Adam French with Holding On To You. Guess I shouldn't on this day would come so soon Cause I was only ever holding on to you Guess I shouldn't on this day would come so soon I miss you to death as you take your last breath So Adam French there with Holding On To You. Adam French is an artist that I followed for quite a few years Uh, Just one studio album out there so far, but an EP and lots of other tracks. Uh, He is, if I'm not mistaken, Manchester-based. And over the years, I've been lucky enough to see him live and to interview him. And this is a track that he has written for a new film, After Ever Happy. And I just think it's stunning because it's, it's what he does best. It's just his really incredible, often falsetto, vocal, electric guitar, and then a whole smattering of effects later on in the track. Uh, and this is no exception. So dreamy, so atmospheric. 
um, and definitely feels, I think, like it was made to to soundtrack something. Yeah, it's uh, and this what elevates this for me because you know I'm not a huge fan of something a bit more ballad esque, but I think the production on this is stunning. And when I listen to some of his other work as well. It's the thing that remains constant uh, through all of it. So yeah, if you haven't heard of him before, do check out lots of stuff to delve into on your streaming service of choice. Will, second one from you. Uh, Rina Sawayama is back with a uh, new album, sophomore album from her, and uh, it's fantastic. We've got to talk about Holy To You Let Me Go. So, uh, Rena, Rena Loves uh, Sophomore Album is out now. This is my favourite track on it, Holy To You Let Me Go, uh, which is emotional, it's epic, it's, you know, a real story, I guess, about r- r- renouncing religion um, and, you know, heartbreak as well. Uh, the production on this is fantastic. It's so dramatic. I love the drums running through this, mesmerised by the drum beats running through this. And Dan, you'll never guess who co-produced this track and co-wrote it. It is, of course, the one and only Stuart Price. And it's so good because I didn't really know what he was working on at the moment. So it's so good to see him working on incredible new music, working with such a a big name, a huge up-and-coming artist, uh, still very established, of course. I have to say, Rena is one of those new artists that... I haven't given enough time to yet. Whenever I hear her music, whenever we play her on here or I see her live at something, I love what she does. Just haven't quite yet folded her into my music mix enough. But uh, this is incredible. Uh, Hold the Girl Tour uh, from Rena is going to be kicking off next month. It was very well timed. The first three tracks we've talked about uh, have all got stuff happening next month, October. Good for it. the track by track gig guide. Uh, but Rena, I wouldn't say so much up and coming. She's come and come and she's come up already, and she is very exciting artist to uh, well actually you know, get involved with. Quite right, and the reason I say up and coming is because it's a little bit like the whole weakened, blinded by the light thing. When I she, she's up and coming to me because I haven't given her enough time. She's actually you know had some huge, huge hits and accolades. I'm just behind the times. Well, mm, you are. Also, just thought it was worth mentioning who Stuart worked on the track with. So Nate uh, Campany, who has worked with Christina and Carla Rae Jepsen, and Christopher Lyon, who's also worked with Carla Rae Jepsen, as well as Bloom Twins, who are an artist that I'd love to talk about more, actually. Well, go on then. Don't let me stop you. Uh, not right now. It's not You're not time. ready for it now. Okay. Well, um, tell, us, tell, tell us about the next track then. Okay, next one from me. This is Black Star Kids and B Baruby with Cyberkiss to you.
So, Cyber Kiss to you there. If you didn't know, Black Star Kids are a Midwest trio inspired by the likes of MGMT, Missy Elliott and Weezer. And Bibarubi is a Filipino-born, London-based singer-songwriter. Also this month, she's uh, got a new song featured on the Netflix film soundtrack, Ivy and Bean. And I love this song. It's just so of now, isn't it? Because it's the artists just collaborating with each other so much on these almost genreless experiments. This is just such a mini explosion of sounds. You can hear synth pop, you can hear hip hop, you can hear hyper pop, you can hear trance. It's just, I think, it's, it's you can't put a label on this sound, but there's something about it that I love. I know what you mean. I always fall in the trap of when I hear a new track, which is very cross-genre, I'm always like, oh, what is it? And like, just don't even, don't worry about it. It's like, because it's everything you've said. It's like hyper-pop, it's dream-pop, it's, you know, a bit rap, a bit dub, a bit uh, breakbeat. It's, you know, it's everything. And I didn't know what to make of this at first. Uh, but then you get into the beat of it uh, and just kind of, you just get sucked into it, don't you? I love stuff that you have to almost not work to enjoy because if you have to work too hard to enjoy something, do you really enjoy it? But something <laughs> that you have to really get to grips with and really understand a little bit more. And this is that track for me. Very exciting, actually. And have they got more music to listen to? Uh Yes, lots of albums from Black Star Kids available. Uh, Whatever Man, Puppies Forever, Surf, Let's Play Sports. Puppies are lovely. And so are older dogs as well. Uh, quite right, actually. Uh, and a few releases from Bibarubi as well. Will, what's next from you? Okay, next one from me now. Uh, totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. Uh, is back after a decade with a new album. It is absolutely fantastic. And any track-by-track fan worth their salt uh, would do well to listen to this album because it's right up our street. Uh, And here is something that's just phenomenal from it. Through the Floor. So that's Through the Floor from Orlando Higginbottom, a.k.a. Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. And this is, uh, yeah, first album in 10 years, and it's that classic story of wanting to, uh, signing a big record le- record deal a decade ago, but wanting to be free from that, to be creative, to do his own thing, uh, and to make a record that he truly loved. And I just think he's done a bang-up job on this front. This is one of the more upbeat tracks, but, you know, if you're a fan of synth pop, synth wave, dream pop, uh, something very personal, you're going to love this album. But I think Through the Floor is one of quite a few ones that's just going to get you dancing. And I know he's been made a real name for himself as a producer and remixer for other people uh, between his two albums. But I love the fact that he's back to making his own material and stuff that he feels truly proud of as well. 
Yeah, this is a wonderful track. And I have to say, I hadn't heard it until you'd put it on the list. But it's just everything to love or everything that we love about dance music incorporating so many styles and genres. Uh, I've kind of said that about the Black Star Kids and Bibi track before, but in a completely different way. This is, I guess, more of the um, hot chip style of doing it, of taking all of those styles and really credibly creating something ready for the dance floor, ready to go through the dance floor, maybe. Um, so poppy as well, but he's obviously not a pop star. And, and such a cool career path as well, because he's worked with the likes of Bonobo, but then he's also remixed Sugar Babes. So I think it really hits that sweet spot of an artist who can kind of has free reign to do whatever he wants and keep it credible. And I said credible twice there. I don't really like that word, but just something about what he does, I think, is very cool. Very credible, yes. And the fact that he's <laughs> not afraid to straddle between the pop world and the dance world and the produ- production world versus the sort of singer-songwriter world as well. You know, we love pop music of all creation and all brands and this is a great example of that dan i'm i'm sensing you haven't listened to the album yet you've got to do it honestly i know and you've you mentioned it a couple of times and i'm just doing it out of pure spite because i don't like it when you tell me to do things but i will listen to it for my own you good. don't do you don't like being told what to do just in life no i had some right rows with my mom growing up yeah i was gonna say i'm no psychiatrist but childhood in fact mm. Just to take it back to uh, the royal family, when I see those videos of Prince Louis playing up, I really do get a kind of flashback of how I used to behave. Kindred spirits. Mm. Dan, Dan, what's... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dan, what's next for you? <laughs> next one from me, then. This is Jockstrap with Greatest Hits. The greatest hits there from Jockstrap, both incredible names, right? Jockstrap, great name for a band. Greatest hits, great name for a song. If you didn't know, Jockstrap are a London duo made up of Georgia Ellery and Taylor Syke. Both have other ventures, musical ventures outside of the group. But this is from their debut album, I Love You, Jennifer. And I just think it's such an interesting sound. Throughout the album, they work with an 18-piece orchestra. And that's kind of not the maybe not the obvious thing that you pick up on this track but i think it's such a great example of what uh what a unique sound what a unique process they have and i think that orchestra blended with the vocal sampling blended with the digital effects effects sorry and and blended with that really sultry delivery makes for such uh an interesting and unique kind of disco tinged indie pop track very lo-fi disco, isn't it? I love the drum machine that kicks in at the start. Very exciting group and one that I need to go and, and listen to the album of, actually. So, you know, we'll sort each other out with that, actually. You listen to Teed and I'll listen to Jockstrap. Uh, but I think we both like this song so much that to celebrate it, we are wearing... Our, jockstraps? No, our Jockstrap band oh. T-shirts. Oh, are you? Oh, God. Does that mean you're... Oh, okay, wow. Well, let me. St- we're recording remotely, so let me stand up no, and show you. Sit, no, sit, sit still. Sit, 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 sit. Um, but yeah, the album is really interesting. Listen, because this isn't 
an indication of how the whole of the album sounds. It's they're very, as I say, keep saying that word experimental, but they've got so many different influences. There's uh, it's a really good listen. It's a really interesting listen. You kind of one of those albums for me where you don't want it in the background while you're doing something else. You want to really just sit, sit still, close your eyes, put it on. Not the first time you said that. Uh, so next well, one from me is. Been looking forward to talking about this one. So this is a group uh, who I can proudly say you heard them first on Track by Track, and they are now everywhere. So much so they are back in the UK uh, in the coming months uh, to perform some much bigger sellout shows, as featured on Radio One as well, as featured on Track by Track a couple of times, including by the band themselves. So this is Confidence Man. Uh, and this is uh, Loving You Is Easy, the Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs remix. He's back. So that's the Teed remix of Loving You Is Easy. Uh, and uh, Confidence Man are riding high off the back of the success of pretty much everything they've done this year. Uh, and they're releasing uh, in just about a week's time, if you're listening at time of release, at the end of September, they're releasing a remix EP for uh, Tilt, uh, which is the uh, fantastic uh, sophomore album that they released earlier on in the year. Uh, what I love about this is, I mean, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? Uh, Teed and Confidence Man together. He has really elongated the pianos, uh, increased the beat count, uh, because this is actually, unbelievably, one of the slower songs on Tilt. <clears throat> but he's actually made it something a lot more epic, a lot more uh, kind of housey, 90s house style. I think great partnership. We can also look forward to Tame Impala on that remix EP. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what else is to come from the EP. And it's just incredible to see, as you've already said, Confidence Man doing so well and collaborating with so many incredible people. Tame Impala, Teed, but also Chai, Errol Alken, Working Men's Club. It's a real melting pot of track by track favourites. Um, little to add to what you said, Well, It's a great reworking of the track there's such an exciting band or two very exciting artists that's it that's it that's it that's the tweet that's it although talking about totally enormous extinct dinosaurs again reminded me we did something else the weekend didn't we yeah we went to a awful uh jurassic park exhibition uh where uh the dinosaurs were uh uh, in one moment, in interesting and incredible, and the next moment, uh, you could see a man in a pair of tights. Uh, but anyway, we <laughs> do go and That's see about me and what I was doing there. <laughs> but do if you do fancy uh, an hour, uh, an hour out the house, go and see uh, uh, fake dinosaurs at the Excel Center. No, don't save your money, save your time. Just sit outside or put Jurassic World on. It's shit. In fact, a part of the exhibition is just dinosaur shit, so I'm not even real. Not even real. <laughs> Disappointment in your I'd voice. I'd be up for that. I'd be up for that. <laughs> Dan, next one from you, please. 
Okay, so another remix then. This is Everything Everything with Pizza Boy, the Scream remix. I have to say, the original version of this song is my favourite Everything Everything track of the year, my favourite from the latest album. But this version just adds another element to it. It's already one of the peppiest, poppiest moments. And just that inclusion of some extra beats, some extra effects, the steel drums is amazing. And if you didn't already know, Scream has done some incredible, infamous remixes, including... Uh, there's one of LaRue's In For The Kill, which I would say is as famous as the original version. Uh, it's also worked with Georgia, Miles Kane, and many more. Will, you a fan? I am a fan. I'm a fan of the uh, the uh, steel drum in particular. Also, I love for a screen remix. Uh, he could have gone to town a lot harder on it. And I like the fact that the song is still there. Uh, and, you know, the production is only adding to the to the the song as well also i've got a confession to make i haven't listened to raw data feel properly yet oh homework for you then actually oh it's stacking up now two two against one we'll see what happens with your next selection then will shall we yes let's so model man is back with a new track producer extraordinaire we featured Y a while back, uh, and it's released a lot of other things since then. This is great, though. This is Arms. there and uh model man uh who as i've said uh producer extraordinaire this is i think one of his best ones and it was inspired by summertimes growing up in essex um he says he always has his laptop and keyboard in the car with him although the main piano part in arms was something that i was jamming on my wonky old upright at home how is he mother uh, the rest of the <laughs> tune came together whilst looking out over the seafront in my car. I kept trying the energy and, rem- and I remember the Essex summers growing up. Lots of my schoolmates were DJs and producers, so there was always stuff going on around with music, with summer bringing more events and better moods uh, and everybody heading out to them. Definitely you can feel he's captured that in this song. We all sense of nostalgia with that piano and that beat. But yeah, just fantastic got my head moving straight away and yes as you said we previously featured why and we loved it so much it was actually number 32 on our top 40 of 2020 and this i love for all the same reasons i think we said at the time that 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 track felt like something that we already knew it felt like it was already a classic and i feel the same way about this one it's all about the rhythm 
as he says at the start, or as someone says at the start, so house inspired, so sample heavy, very much ready, very much in the mood to head to a nightclub, Will. Or a barbecue on the, park up your car on the seafront and head down on the beach for a late summer autumn barbecue with lots of blankets and fires, but still some really nice summer beats and vibes going on. That sounds better, actually. We'll probably be home sooner. Quite fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's our 10, but should we head down to the butchers? Let's go down to the vegan butchers and see what's in store. What a wonderful feeling it is to be as fit as a butcher's dog. We're not going to get you. Okay, so we've got a couple of big ones to throw your way. And Dan, mm. can you show us your big one first? I would love to. So, gorillas are back with an incredible collaboration featuring Tame Impala and Booty Brown. This is New Gold. So new gold there and another incredible collaboration from Tame Impala following their track with Dinah Ross that we featured earlier this year. And I love how you can really hear that fusion of Tame Impala's psychedelia and Gorilla's hip hop electronica. And this, I think it's quite surprising, Will. It's from their, from Gorilla's upcoming eighth studio eighth. album. Uh, eighth studio album, Cracker Island, which is coming later this year. Uh, and it still sounds like it's fresh, but it still sounds so them. That driving beat running through it, the kind of darker undertones to it as well. Uh, all Barnes' lighter voice in there, uh, with Tame Impala in the mix. I think I love Gorillaz because if they do stuff like this that you just don't expect this sort of collaboration from them. And it really works. So, you know, and, and so we not mentioned Booty and Booty as well. Booty Brown, yeah, uh, a member of the Far Side. Um, but yeah, they continue to work with legends. They often work with new artists as well. Uh, I'm a huge Gorillaz fan, and we haven't done an album of theirs yet, so I really would love to. But orangutans are nice as well. Mm, yes. Will, have we got one more Butcher's Choice left in us? Yes, this Ella Henderson and M22 are here with a main room stomper. This is Heartstrings. I know that's a bit more of a kind of classic modern dance anthem that you wouldn't um, wouldn't be out of place featured on the Love Island soundtrack uh, on an advert <laughs> for Boohoo.com. But I just love how epic it is. I love uh, M22. Uh, that's Matt James and Frank Sanders. I love the production they bring to it. It's at, at moments heartbreaking, but at other times absolutely pounding. And Ella Henderson's voice, as ever, is fantastic on it 
yeah, I think you're right. I think it is um, a dance anthem that we've spoken about some incredibly experimental things today, and this isn't that, but it's such good quality that it's fine to just be a dance anthem banger. And like you said, Ella sounding phenomenal. I do find it so interesting that Ella, so she released her second studio album this year after a decade gap between that and her first chapter one but she's still so hugely in demand as a featured artist and if you just look on apple music at her top five tracks they are all collabs with the likes of david getter and Jax jones and sigala and tom grennan so i think i think she's always going to be now isn't she one of these collaborative artists but then again as we said before with like black star kids and biba doobie collaboration is such a huge thing nowadays well, and just, you know, so many of the tracks we've talked about uh, on this month's edition are either collabs or uh, remixes by kind of respected other artists that, you know, music, music's to be shared and to be created and recreated in the right, in the right way. Not shit covers. We're not talking about shit cover versions here. God, no. So that's it for our new music drop for September. Do let us know what you think of our tracks, but also what you've been listening to through uh, the last month. Yes, do let us know at Track by Track UK. And if you are listening at time of episode release, don't forget that the next few episodes proper are are all going to be exclusively on Patreon. So September's final episode is celebrating 30 years of Madonna's erotica. But then October is all part of Octvoterfest. Terrible name, but this was where every single episode was up for the patron vote. So if you want to hear us going track by track through Ellie Golding's Halcyon, Duran Duran's Medazzaland, Kylie's Impossible Princess, and Natalie Imbruglia's Left of the Middle, as well as celebrating some further listening from Sugar Babes, and as well as going track by track through Pet Shop Boys Disco 3, third part of our four-part Pet Shop Boys Disco celebration, then please do consider joining us on Patreon, where you can also get now 50 exclusive episodes on there, and there's more to come every month. Uh, so thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thank you for joining us on Patreon if you do or if you are intending to do so but until next time I've been Dan and I've been Will goodbye Bye.